Hello and welcome back to the podcast Discipleship in Challenging Times. My name is Peter Morden and I'm from Cornerstone Baptist Church in Leeds. Today we begin a new series. We are looking at some of the miracles of Jesus and going to begin in John chapter 6 and verses 1 to 15 with Jesus feeding the 5,000. And actually we're going to stay with this miracle for three episodes. So the miracles of Jesus feeding the 5,000. We pause and come to God in prayer. Over the last few days, I've reflected on a quotation from C.H. Spurgeon, the 19th century Baptist preacher, that it's not great faith in God that counts so much as the faithfulness of a great and wonderful God. We may have little faith, but God is faithful. Let's turn that thought into prayer now as we come to his word. Lord, we do pray that you would increase our faith. But we recognise that there are times when our faith is weak and faint. And for those times, we thank you and we praise you that you are a dependable, faithful God. Lord, show your faithfulness to us now once again as we look at your word. Speak to us, O Lord, we pray. Great is your faithfulness. In Jesus' name, amen. So, John 6 and beginning at verse 1. Jesus crossed to the far shore of the Sea of Galilee, that is, the Sea of Tiberias. And a great crowd of people followed him because they saw the signs he had performed by healing those who were ill. Then Jesus went up on a mountainside and sat down with his disciples. The Jewish Passover festival was near. When Jesus looked up and saw a great crowd coming towards him, he said to Philip, Where shall we buy bread for these people to eat? He asked this only to test him, for he already had in mind what he was going to do. Philip answered him, It would take more than half a year's wages to buy enough bread for each one to have a bite. Another of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, spoke up. Here is a boy with five small barley loaves and two small fish. But how far will they go among so many? Jesus said, Make the people sit down. There was plenty of grass in that place, and they sat down. About 5,000 men were there. Jesus then took the loaves, gave thanks, and distributed to those who were seated as much as they wanted. And he did the same with the fish. When they had all had enough to eat, he said to his disciples, Gather the pieces that are left over, let nothing be wasted. So they gathered them and filled twelve baskets with the pieces of the five barley loaves left over 
by those who had eaten. After the people saw the sign Jesus performed, they began to say, Surely this is the prophet who is to come into the world. Jesus, knowing that they intended to come and make him king by force, withdrew again to a mountain by himself. Well, we're looking at the miracles of Jesus and... Actually, in the passage that we've read, I think there are a number of miracles. And over the next three sessions, I am going to comment on three of them. Actually, there are more. And you might want to delve into this passage and see the miracles that are here. But there are at least three major ones And it's there that I want to focus. And today, thinking about the miracle of God's provision. The very heart of this is that the creator God provides. He provides physical food for this great crowd through Jesus, as we read in verse 11. We read that there were 5,000 men who were there. And that's not a sexist comment or it's not just using male language. It really does mean in this instance 5,000 men. There would have been doubtless many women there as well. But on this occasion, it's only the men who are counted. So we can imagine a, a vast crowd that has come. And in Jesus' hands, as he breaks the bread and shares the fish and he breaks it again and he breaks it again. God provides physically for those who had come. We thank God for his provision. And we easily forget that the food that we eat comes from him. I'm sitting in the Copper Beach Hub in Bramley, surrounded by tins and jars of food, packets of food that are for distribution here in Bramley. And that's how most of us get our food. We go to the supermarkets. If we're really good, we might buy some fresh food. If you're like me, you do end up with quite a few tins and packets And so it's very easy for us to think, you know, that that food that we have, it comes from the supermarket. It comes from people. We're not involved in the growing process. But if you're a farmer or a gardener, if you've got a, a vegetable garden or if you work on an allotment, you know that food has to grow that you put the seed in the ground and, yeah, there are things that you need to do, tending it and watering it, but it needs to grow and it's God who provides. In the former East Germany, when it was a communist country, they sought to establish an atheist state and they had a year when it was just raining and raining and raining and there were severe concerns for the harvest, not enough sun to ripen the grain, not enough sun to get the plants to grow. And the posters were put up by by the regime which said this, without God and without sun we will get the harvest done. And it's a brazen 
defiant message to God and to the people. We don't need God. We don't need God and sunshine to have the food that we need. The only problem was it continued to rain and it rained and it rained and it rained and the harvest did not get done and people went hungry that year. You see, we can plant, we can tend, we can look after animals. But at the end of the day, it is God who provides. He makes our food grow. Don't forget this and give thanks to God for the miracle of his provision. And as we celebrate that God provides for us food on the table, the challenge is that if we have enough to share with others, I've mentioned the food bank, most supermarkets now have a place where you can buy extra food and deposit food for a food bank. Why not do that next time you buy food? Why not get involved in food distribution and in helping in a food bank? We celebrate God's wonderful provision, the miracle of his provision, and we see that we are challenged to share. We come to our God in prayer. Lord, we thank you that you do provide for us. Thank you that so many of us who are engaging with this podcast have food on the table. And we want to praise you and thank you as the ultimate provider of all that we eat, the good things that we have. Lord, we pray for those around the world and in our own nation of the United Kingdom who do go hungry on a regular basis. We pray for aid for such, but more than that, we pray for justice. And Lord, we ask that you would help us to share the good things that we have. We thank you for the food banks that are are working up and down the UK, many of them run by churches or groups of churches. Lord, prosper their work in these times. We lift our prayers to you. In Jesus' name, amen.